0: People are always saying the children pity the children I'm tired of the children they haven't lived given birth watched their friends die I have invested 80 years in this life the children don't know what they're missing good point
1: Hi, welcome back to Queer Horror Cult. We are on our 100th episode, and I just asked the simple question of why. <laughs> oh, it's been fun. I'm, I'm goofing. I'm goofing. I'm Lori. I'm Aria. And shit, that's a lot of episodes.
0: Feels like it, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like f- small fry numbers compared to some out there, but for uh, as yeah, uh, yeah. hobbyists.
1: Well, especially given how much time we've taken off.
0: Well, exactly, right. It's like, yeah. hey, we made it.
1: If we if we'd kept up with it, oh, we'd probably be on episode a thousand by now. But you know,
0: <laughs> it's only a slight exaggeration.
1: Yeah, only a little bit. Um, but you know, this actually begs a question in my mind. Given that we are in this day and age, I'm guessing a hundred is probably going to be the average retirement age now. So does that mean we get to retire?
0: <laughs> we can do whatever we want.
1: That's true. We're not going to though. We're going to keep talking about our dumb movie shit and uh, exactly oh yeah dumb movie shit that's that's about this fucking week Uh (laughs) Uh, to celebrate us getting old we decided we would cover movies that have to do with getting old for good and for bad
0: (laughs) mostly bad
1: i don't know well i'd say we started strong
0: oh i meant the 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 getting old itself for good and for bad and like these movies is mostly for bad
1: yeah yeah i was referring definitely to sort of representation of aging yes. in movies and how it's like oh there's nothing more horrifying than getting old <laughs> yep gotta love it gotta love it uh what did we watch first
0: we watched the must much anticipated to us at least uh ty- to us perverts <laughs> ty west's ex from this year the year of our lord 2022
1: Sorry, you just you the year of our Lord thing, it's just like, we say that every year. When is he actually going to come back and end this all? <laughs> Still just putting little scratches in the wall waiting.
0: Maybe it's uh, the year of our Lord because it's, it's 2022 AD.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. So X, this was... Uh, I, I enjoyed Ty West's other movies, uh, at least the ones that I've seen. And, you know, movie about 70s porn... Like, I, I, know, I know that had me hooked right away. I was yeah. like, well, I'm going to watch this. I didn't uh, even know this
0: movie had had an old people in it. I thought we were just watching it. Yeah, you yeah. did. I didn't. So I didn't even think we were watching it for the podcast. I thought we were just watching it because like, we wanted to see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, we were talking about what we were going to do for this episode and what we are going to cover. And then I, you're like, oh, well, we should watch X, just apropos. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not going to say anything because, <laughs> you know. I appreciate it. Why, why, and it took me to like halfway
0: through the movie, and I'm like, wait, (laughs) (laughs) this old lady's actually like hanging out way more than just in the background, (laughs) yeah.
1: And uh, you'd had this recommended from a work colleague, yeah. I did, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And he, he had told me that, I mean, he told me it was good, and then he said that. He didn't want to spoil anything for me, but he he was saying after the fact, upon reflection, he realized that with, like, some of the casting, felt he's, like, kind of more meaningful upon reflection that I maybe didn't realize while I was watching it. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Right. And having seen it now, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that either. <laughs> That's probably yeah, yeah, what Yeah, because I
1: think it wasn't a... Uh, I mentioned it after the movie ended, and you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, X. What have we got with this movie?
0: We have some people who work. Well, yeah, we have the strip club propi- proprietor and yeah. a couple of dancers and um, just you know some guys, and they're gonna go out to some like Texas chainsaw guest house for the weekend yeah. to film a porno. And that's how they're going to make their money and make it big and make it rich. And they're going to be stars. And it's totally foolproof. And especially for Maxine, who has that X factor.
1: It's cool because this movie, you know, it, it dares to answer the age hold question of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but with sucking and fucking.
0: Right. You
1: know, it's a question we've all been asking this yeah. entire fucking time. Exactly. And here we go.
0: Like oh that's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but with sucking and fucking is a question. <laughs>
1: hey, if you put your voice up at the end, it becomes a question. Exactly. <laughs> that that's how it works. I I've got an English degree, so so you just have to defer to that point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have an English degree. That's why I'm the most exciting thing about my week is that we did a hundred episodes of a podcast no one listens to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like this starts off with them just. Uh, being like, well, time for us to, to hit the road. And they're in this like shitty camper van. It really does start up Texas Chainsaw Massacre for style. Real. Just they're making a movie while they're doing the the road trip. And... Uh,
0: a sex movie.
1: A sex movie, yeah. And I, I like how they establish the characters right off the bat, where we get the guy who's filming it all, who's just like, it's like Godard and stuff <laughs> like that, doing his artsy porno filming. And it's like, to be fair... Of all those, like, 70s hardcore movies, the, the ones that are actually worth your time, and there's, I still put scare quotes around that, <laughs> are the ones that actually try to be interesting movies at the same time.
0: Honestly, it's the same with, like, porn, anything like that today.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I think we, we, we uh, a while ago, too, we may have even covered this when we covered Final Flush way back. We may have kind of hit that irony, and now are we in, like, a post-irony? thing because i remember there's this while there where uh it seemed the idea behind pornography was let's be as ironically stupid with it like we're, we're laughing at ourselves because we realize how cheesy the uh the trap the genre trappings are of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's like it almost became this ironic thing where it's like let's just do those cheesy conventions of like i'm here to fix the sink and all that kind of stuff but we're gonna be winking at the camera the whole time
0: Well, and that's just it. Yeah, no, what I was going to say before the dog started barking was that, like, everything is just, it's so oversaturated and there's not even that, like, oh my god, it's titillating because, like, this this is just a whole new frontier of, like, home media and, like, oh my god, people can actually do this. It's just, like, a given at this point. It's so oversaturated and so just everywhere that it's, like, they have to be doing something besides fucking for it to be interesting. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, uh... (laughs) Always makes me think of the John Waters quote where he said he wouldn't want to do hardcore porn in any of his movies because it's like filming open heart surgery almost, where right. it's just like it's become so clinical in how it's portrayed right. and all that. And it's like, no, I, I, I demand a good, uh, a good story from my fuck films. Seriously, I say that as if I'm a connoisseur of the genre. I know, right? To have a I'm real like, I believe in like... <laughs> So, what happens next?
0: Um, they arrive at, like, literally the Texas Chainsaw House and meet the guy who is renting out his, like, little guest house thing on the property. Uh, he almost shoots them dead because, you know, old man in Texas (laughs) stereotype.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and, um shoots almost shoots them dead because they're like what with the county or something he's like this is my property so i kind of respect that it's because it's the man coming to get him not because of some weird bigotry
0: right not because it's this like dude with like you know oh my god there's a black guy with him and like a couple of sketchy broads and you know whatever
1: it was so refreshing that the movie didn't go down that road, mm-hmm. because, like, you know, rural Texas in the 70s, like, rural Texas, rural anywhere now, you it's easy to hit those pockets of this kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to talk about Texas, rural Alberta. Well, exactly. Not even rural, you hit it all over the place. Um, so, uh, it was refreshing to see that the movie didn't just, like, default to, like, oh, there's, there's a black guy in this movie, so we, like, it's obviously going to be a racist thing. Right. And I'm not saying that in a way that means, like, therefore, there is no racism or anything like that. Like, obviously, it's just, it feels like it would have been the obvious way to
0: go. Well, exactly. And it makes it more, like, interesting that there's that tension there without it necessarily being at the forefront. Like, you're, you're aware of it. You're like, okay, what's going on here? Is this going to be a thing? But it kind of leaves it, yeah, it's, it's a background tension. It's not a and necessarily anything that's directly there at the forefront of the, of the narrative.
1: And, and that's what I mean. Cause it doesn't, when I say like, it doesn't erase it either because I think, you know,
0: yeah, it's tense.
1: The, the filmmakers know that yes. we are going to know that this is a possibility just by the state
0: of the world. And they're not like pretend. In. Yeah. They're not pretending like, Oh, this is actually like an alternate universe of like, you know, my like headcanon of history yeah. where like after segregation ended, everything was like happy.
1: Yeah, no, if, if they didn't reference, like, if they didn't put that in directly, specifically to put the blinders on, that would have been really gross and shitty, but mm-hmm. I don't get the impression at all that this nah. is what the movie's doing. So, yeah, mad respect for the old dude being mad because the man's coming down on his farm, you know? Or yes. that's what he thinks, mm-hmm. yeah, before he finds out that they're they're just a bunch of uh, good old boys in a van.
0: Yeah, and... Wait,
1: that sounds racist, too. <laughs> you never want a van full of good old boys rolling Plus, it up. was,
0: like, 50% the group was like... 50% women hey it's
1: 2022 women can be boys
0: now It's true anybody can be boys and so um, yeah we they're they're starting to film the guy who, who runs who is like the, the old man is um, he's suspicious of them he doesn't like how many of them there are there he thought I think he was just renting it out to like a couple people or something and he's like wait there's like six of you yeah like you're up to no good here but you know gets paid some hush money. Um, and he tells them, you know, I have a, I have a wife who is quite, quite frail, and sometimes she gets confused, and so I, I'd appreciate yeah. it if you just, like, didn't make your presence known here
1: yeah. to her. And, um, it's interesting, I could totally see the, the generational divide being very important to, to his, uh, hesitance about all these people here, these, like, sort of, like, young adults showing up, because this wasn't during the sexual revolution, that kicked off in the like late sixties or anything like that. This is uh a decade after that. Yeah, like seventy nine
0: or something, I think. Yeah, the yeah. They're
1: talking about home video coming up. And the and like the seventies, you know, this would have been uh there was the Vietnam War already and like there's just that sort of I don't know, I feel like nostalgia and or like the good vibes really were dead, long dead by this Well point. yeah,
0: we're and, like you know, kissing up on the the backlash Reaganist eighties. yeah, so, Reagan's yeah coming this is up, like yeah. just before that.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, like they say, like uh, Charles Manson and Woodstock were like the two sort of uh, harbingers that the summer of love was dead right. and all that kind of stuff. So, like, so a this decade, is a decade onward after that. Yeah, um, it's interesting though because they are doing this sort of very sexually liberated thing in this uh, context, but it's not done in that sort of like you know oh, these flower childs just coming up to to this thing with their weird hippie ideas no. and all that. They're, they're all hippies, business. The hippies still definitely existed, I know, because sure. my fucking parents were total hippies. Totally. Hi, Mom and Dad, if you're listening, I know what you are. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, with that, what what do we get with, uh, Pearl? That's the, the, the old... The old lady, old Pearl.
0: Um, yeah. at one point, she... Well, she, she's, she's kind of, like, creeping around watching and stuff. Like, doing the whole, like, you know, person in the window, being creepy... the younguns don't know what to make of it That's sort of like horror movie ghosty trope kind of thing but at one point she um sees Maxine and invites her in for some lemonade and talks about like you know what it was like when when Pearl was younger and like oh you remind me so much of me I was so pretty and I was gonna I was a dancer and then the war happened and my life ended because I you know couldn't pursue my dreams.
1: Yeah, so she sees a lot of herself in uh, Maxine, too, because they're always talking about, like as you said, that X factor, but like mm. Maxine's star power going on.
0: Yeah, she's it's like, mean, I was just like you.
1: Yeah, it's not just purely a youth and beauty thing that yeah. uh, Pearl is, like, jealous of. It's also just the opportunity.
0: Yeah, that she actually, she's young enough past, and still has it.
1: Pearl by. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But she doesn't seem angry about it she or even necessarily envious it's more it starts out as a sort of like somber like yeah that that was my life and
1: it's almost like a wistful yearning it is at yeah. this point it it would, is. things change but at this point yes yeah, so at this point it's just yeah. kind of
0: like oh you just kind of feel sorry for her like and now she's stuck out here with this grumpy old man <laughs> who yeah. keeps her in their house
1: But then yeah they have the the, the porno i love the way that they shot the Porno scene that they were filming. Which one? Uh, the the first one uh, with a like actually all in like the sixteen millimeter film or like with that look. Mm-hmm. And it just it's funny because it felt very much like a almost a pastiche of it without being uh, either ironic or tired. Right. Like it, it felt like a uh, yeah. This is sort of by the numbers what we think in our head when we think of this kind of uh, a movie from this time period that's true but it also didn't feel like it was winking at the camera too much
0: mm-hmm. they, were, they were serious about what they were doing
1: yeah so so that was nice uh i i feel like we have long gone past the idea of uh meta and irony <laughs> in like every single film it's yeah like, by a couple decades at this, this point. This, yeah, if that's what the film's specifically about, that's one thing. But, you know, there's that awful glut where movies that could have just stood on their own as earnest movies just had to do that mm-hmm. for way too much. It was sort of the post-Scream effect, I yes. think. Scream may have done a lot of good things, so so I've been told. Um, <laughs> but it also ushered in. So it's kind of like how The Matrix, every action yeah. movie after it, was just like, we're doing that. Right. For good and for bad, mostly bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, uh, the events... Uh, it's funny how the events are mixed up in my head for a movie that's shockingly straightforward. I was going to say,
0: it's pretty straightforward.
1: <laughs> it is not a complicated movie at all. Uh, it's not meant to be a complicated movie. No. Um. Oh yeah, and uh, during all this, we get this uh thing that you just know is going to be foreshadowed. And we get Chekhov's Gator.
0: Right. Where she
1: just like... Uh, Maxine goes to the... Uh, like, like swimming a lake, hole thing a, a swimming hole yeah and there's just this big fuck off gator in there that s- sort of chases her back to the dock and she doesn't even know it's there
0: and she makes it up just fine
1: yeah she does make it up just fine and i think that's where pearl meets her and then it's just like you should come have some something lemonade. yeah i think so because yeah. she's
0: watching her and then yeah
1: yeah but uh that would have been so mean if the gator didn't amount to anything other than that <laughs> You know, hey, I follow gators daily. I need my gator fix. Agreed. Yeah. But actually, yeah, with that aspect, this is uh, not just doing sort of a Texas Chainsaw Mask riff. It's also riffing on Eaten Alive, another Toby Hooper movie.
0: Yeah, that's right. I remember you mentioned... Did we ever
1: watch that one?
0: I don't think so, but I do remember you saying, like, oh, they're going, like, full Hooper here and, like, this way, this way, this way.
1: Yeah. Because uh, we haven't covered it, so I figured if we had watched it, it's, it would have been because it's a video nasty. Mm. But that's, like, the only other context I think that we would have gone out of our way to right. see it. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so Discord does eventually go between these utes, and they, uh...
0: Yeah, so what happens is the camera guy, who's a, who fancies himself this, like, you know, progressive, like... His, his girlfriend is helping with like sound and stuff and she's kind of yeah. timid about it he's like oh why don't you become such a prude blah, 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 blah.
1: you mean the camera guy who also fancies himself that long haired dude from evil dead remake
0: yes like they're identical yes that guy that's right when he came on screen i was like that's just the guy from evil dead
1: <laughs> it in fact was not the same guy but definitely had the, the but look.
0: It, yeah no it's just like like hey can i copy your homework but okay sure but just like don't make it too similar <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. Um. So at one point, they're you know talking about the groups talking all like what you know, porn and sexual liberation and blah 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 blah. And so the girlfriend decides that she wants to be in the movie, and all of a yeah. sudden the boyfriend's like, the, film, the camera guy, like, w- no, you don't. Like, no, yeah. no. And she's <laughs> like, oh, when did you become such a prude? Face.
1: Yeah, like, it's just like you know, it's different times now. People just. You know, it's so liberated. It's like, cool, I want to do it.
0: Mm. Not like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's such a not And like so he has moment. a
0: meltdown and the, and the strip club owner is talking. He's like, no, 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 she doesn't understand. She's a nice girl. And he's like, so what are you saying about these other women? He's like, who oh, didn't mean it like that? Like, you know, that whole yeah conversation where it's like, okay, like other women can do this, but not my woman.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because I could easily understand how, how just the abruptness of it. Like I get why the problem is there Absolutely. but I also think it's really telling the way it's handled and it's kind of
0: hypocritical like, like you're gonna be talking about how how like enlightened and like empowering and liberated yeah. and all this stuff is and selling you know your girlfriend this bill of goods about like how it's this amazing thing and so when she decides she wants a piece of the pie I was like oh I want yeah. to, I want to experience some of that it's like well no you can't because actually it's like slutty and like undesirable and, yeah. and it's like oh Yeah, the the
1: hypocrisy kind of undoes... What do you really believe here? (laughs) Yeah, it definitely undoes the, uh...
0: But that being said, in the context of a presumably, you know, monogamous, exclusive relationship, I can appreciate somebody being upset that their partner is suddenly like, I want to fuck that guy that's fucking everybody else on camera.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think they, they, it's interesting, like, I, I like that they handle it with, um, some empathy for the guy and even though he's clearly having a bit of a meltdown over it he doesn't go full piece of shit
0: mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't he like, does
1: do something that that kind of fucks everyone over but yeah like he, he's an asshole direct. but he, yeah
0: in, but not in a way that's like well because my woman is betraying me i'm gonna go beat the shit out of her or like something like that yeah 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 it's yeah, more like
1: he's not made out to be a total villain and i think that's yeah. much more realistic than, yes you know it, it'd be so easy to like be a a, a moralist about this in either direction right And I like that there's, you know, it's just more just, like, here's what's up. Yeah. You you can feel how about it however the fuck you want. Pretty much. It's like, hey,
0: man, if it's just business, you're dating a businesswoman. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so um, he decides that he's going to just, like, you know, leave in the middle of the night when everyone's asleep. Yeah. And as he's driving the van away, he almost hits Pearl and gets out yeah. and is like oh my god the senile old woman oh no are you okay ma'am and we she's established at this point i should mention that she is like terminally horny like oh up to her eyeballs because she her her husband's heart is no good so
1: basically she has not taken her hand off the horn after seeing that honk if you're a horny bumper sticker for
0: real for decades she wants the
1: calendar she wants a magazine or a calendar
0: out of yes trunk. no she is down bad yeah and like anybody will do so yeah she starts so he's like are you okay and she you know walks up and is like feeling him up and stuff and he's like ma'am <laughs> like, yeah why are you doing this to me and then she's She's so horny that she, like, b- brutally murders him this, <laughs> in uh, a rage.
1: This sequence was so on the nose for one aspect of it, but I just, I didn't realize my my cinematic bucket list was to see a movie scene where someone gets stabbed to death while Don't Fear the Reaper plays. <laughs> like, you know, That's it's right. so on the nose, but uh, fuck, that song's a banger, I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, at this point, it's, we're like, oh, Pearl is... Uh, She's she's not just the like sad wistful old lady past her prime. She is mm-hmm. full of lust and rage.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that that scene too is so drawn out. It
0: is. It's brutal. It's so, like oh.
1: Yeah. So this movie, does, it's uh, the other thing I was seeing people say about it is like it really is an exploitation movie. Totally. Now, now whether you think it works or it commits fully is a different story because I do think that this does have a bit of that sort of, uh, you know, coming out of that sort of hip New York horror movie scene. Mm-hmm. Like, you can kind of feel those fingerprints on it, because, I mean, that's sort of where it's coming out of, right? right. So it's self-aware, but I, I wouldn't say necessarily to a fault.
0: Mm-hmm. And at that point, it, like, almost sort of turns into, like, a slasher. Yeah, yeah. Um, the The husband, the old man, realizes that Pearl is gone, and so he's, like, recruiting the the young uns to help find her but then you're wondering does he have an ulterior like is he going to be in on it too yeah and uh the answer is like yeah kind of
1: <laughs> yeah he he guns down the character i was kind of rooting for yeah yeah you know like hey keep, keeps you on your toes i guess it although does. i really enjoyed the the reveal before this or like that the, the are they called fuckers the main fucking dude in the porno <laughs> movie? Like, the fucker, I guess. Um, <laughs> he he's just, like, shows up at the door wearing nothing, and he's just like, all right, I'll go get dressed. Or he's like, I'll go get my skivvies. Like, he's going c- to go help. Right. And it just comes to this wide shot where it's in silhouette with the biggest fucking, like, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> from Boogie Nights dong going on. <laughs> and the old guy's just like, "Oh ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Just has, like, this, like, Hank Hill, like, nervousness. Happen
0: right there. Yep, reminds him of his own impotence.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's not exactly impotent, but he's it's his heart, right? Symbolic like impotence.
0: Ticker. Because yes. yeah, he, he yes. says he doesn't think he'd be healthy. It's, it's 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 like those um like like Viagra Cialis commercials. Where they're like talk to your doctor, make sure you're healthy enough for sex, or your heart yeah, is healthy yeah. enough for sex. And it's like that man did not pass that conversation.
1: <laughs> no, assessment. definitely not. Although, uh, as they're picking everyone off, it, it eventually does get down to just um, Maxine left, mm-hmm. or I guess uh, there is the uh, the sound woman, I can't remember her character's not name, don't remember she name is either. locked in the basement That's right. of, the, of the farmhouse, but other dude. than that, it's it's just Maxine, yeah with a dead dude, uh, it's just Maxine uh, trapped in the house and she hides under the bed. And then, I guess, not only did Pearl get so horned up from all this murder... <laughs> uh her husband saw how like affirming it was like this scene is almost sweet in (laughs) the most twisted fucking way where he's just like i don't know if my heart can take it and she's she's like let's do it anyway and then they just fuck
0: (laughs) and i have to say like it's i mean part of okay this is just maybe me being too realistic, but I'm just like God, just like raw dogging it right then and there, like no lube, no nothing. I'm like postmenopausal like damn Pearl. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, Pearl, Pearl, go, Pearl goes hard. Well, you Pearl. know she she's definitely like super DTF at this point. Well, anyway. exa- and that's like, the thing.
0: I'm like maybe she. It's because it's just been building for like literally decades at this point. She, don't have to worry about that situation. <laughs> But all yeah, like, just, but, yeah, just yeah, I'm just like, oh my, because I mean, I've, I've known just women like, who like, leave
1: is broke. hit
0: 40 in the end, like, you know, they're like, oh, things have changed definitely on like, yeah. you know, vaginal estrogen or whatever right now, which, you know, hey, bodies just do that. Like, do what you got to do. This is not, no judgment, but Pearl's like, I don't know, 80, 90, like however old she is. So it's like, that is a long time, to- like, that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> I would think uh, that's I, all I, I can guess, think uh, of. It's like, no, uh, make this enjoyable for yourself. better
1: than hormone therapy in this case. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the so way better after totally, aphrodisiac. <laughs> yeah. They totally bone down uh, on this rickety-ass bed that Maxine is under. And yeah. we just get this long, drawn-out scene of Maxine, like, pulling herself out from under it. Uh-huh. God, yeah. And we kind of get the climactic showdown.
0: After yeah back this. at the house she she goes in she's looking i think she's, she's looking for like the truck keys or something because the van yeah. she realizes the tires have been slashed um yeah. she finds the the sound girl in there yeah. lets her out and then the sound girl's like flipping out like this is all your fault That this happened to me yeah. like blah, blah, blah. so it's like oh so i guess you're not so liberated anymore Yeah. Not taking any ownership. Okay, so, and Maxine's like, we have to stick together. And she's like, no, I'm leaving. Runs out and gets, like, fucking shot up, dead, like, the second. She gets, like, like, clotheslined with the
1: shotgun blast. Yeah, like, it's it's like, oh, that's
0: rough. It's quite something.
1: Yeah, and then they're dragging her body back in, and she, like twitches or something yeah 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 and it said se- it sends the the fucking old man who's just like oh, my heart's not good enough to fuck it fucking just uh, f- drops out of a heart.
0: Yeah, attack.
1: just has a fucking heart attack and it's like oh
0: and pearl's like please help him and maxine's just like are you fucking kidding me right yeah, now yeah. like really
1: yeah so like, so bitch, are her you idea serious? of him is to let him die and then run over pearl's head
0: well no first maxine has the the gun from the glove box of the van but the strip club owner guy at the beginning straight up says like because so the old man threatens them with the gun and then yeah. after he's like no no no, i'm the guy you talked to to like rent out the place he's like oh don't worry this thing's not loaded anyway i just got to scare people off my property and the guy goes oh yeah i keep one in my glove box for the same reason yeah. And so this was, like, Chekhov's unloaded gun. Maxine didn't realize yeah. this, so she starts pulling the trigger.
1: To sh- oh, shit. By the way, Chekhov's gator, we never finished off on that. Oh, yeah. yeah he, chom- um, he
0: chomps up Brittany Snow, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. She, like, falls into the water, and uh, this gator just, like, <laughs> fucking death rolls her so hard. Like, that gator was going as hard as my cat does on her favorite bath mat. <laughs> it's true. It was pretty rolling.
0: It was pretty brutal.
1: <laughs> yeah. But so Pearl realizes that
0: uh, this gun is unloaded, so she grabs the shotgun that her husband had and goes to shoot Maxine, but instead it, like, backfires and just, like, shoots her, like, six-plus feet out the door. (laughs) All this while um, the, the televangelist, who is revealed to be Maxine's father, is on TV talking about a miracle of God! Yeah. So it's just... It, it, yeah it, it's it's quite yeah, so i guess
1: this movie is very is, winky at the camera i was gonna say it was pretty ways, on the nose yeah. at that
0: point
1: yeah yeah i don't know i didn't find it particularly obnoxious well and that's so just it right that, maybe that's why i didn't yeah you know take umbrage with it
0: yeah like it was aware without winking i think
1: yeah but i mean i think it was winking it, you know especially at the end it was where sneaking it was in like...
0: a couple of winks it wasn't like making eye contact yeah. with you and then like doing that exaggerated like with the mouth yeah. open wing. just
1: nudging you with the elbow like yeah, am yeah. i right guys no
0: it's just like no it's just not paying attention to the quick little wink and it was like oh did you see that yeah. oh maybe maybe i did maybe i didn't
1: yeah uh yeah that pretty much wraps up the movie um, yeah
0: and so maxine because she she's got that x factor she's got that 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 you know glory to god good luck whatever and stuff she gets to Drive off into the night and not
1: before railing some more coke.
0: Yes, exactly. Because she's yeah, she's God's chosen one. It's fine. Yeah. And yeah, kind of like leaves that sort of like, you know, Pearl's like, you're gonna be just like me, but and she's like, no, bitch, I'm gonna run your head over.
1: She's the TikTok team. where it's like, <laughs> you're old. That's not gonna happen. That's to not me. gonna happen to me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> she, she is those TikTok teens that just calls like 25 year olds geriatric.
0: <laughs> well yeah so there's that little bit of like I, I don't get the sense that she's actually like oh my god what Pearl says is totally gonna come true she's like nah fuck that bitch like it's not gonna happen to yeah. me but you're watching you're just like no it totally is yep yeah. one day
1: that's a good segue into um, my next question which is what do you think the movie's doing in terms of displaying like aging and how it works out into the horror of everything.
0: I mean, I get the sense that it's kind of that... I, mean, I don't know if it's actually endorsing this view as much as it's just showing it, but that whole, like, you know, flaunt it while you have it, honey, because one day you're going to be this, like, old, washed-up has-been who, like, nobody wants to fuck because she's, like, wrinkly and not desirable according to conventional beauty standards anymore of a 20-year-old woman.
1: The amount of uh, little behind-the-scenes interviews I've seen with people in Jolly that, like, they're basically, you know, just being like, yeah, I got naked. I figured, hey, may as well get it on film while I look this good.
0: Right? Yeah, exactly. Or, like, I don't know, I remember, like, being, like, really, you know, like... (laughs) like any teenage girl with boobs being really like self-conscious about that yeah. and then having i think it was my grandma was like well you might as well show them off before they're down to your knees
1: and Jesus. i know and i'm like
0: i'm like 14 like leave me alone You're like,
1: okay pearl
0: right that is such pearl energy and i was just like what yeah. like no i don't want to ogling Ugh. you thank you and if i live to Ugh. regret that i think i can live with that so far so good
1: like, that's a gross energy just to, like... Yeah, kind of. ...say anyway, but then, like... Oh, my, my condolences. Thank you. <laughs> P- pressing <an> F.
0: <laughs> to pay your specs. Much appreciated.
1: Yeah. Um, I really like that this uh, movie doesn't just one-note that angle of it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that while Pearl is preoccupied sexually and with frustration there for a lot of the movie uh it it is like a lot of it is about that lost opportunity and kind of seeing what young people have that she never got Mm -hmm. but the potential was there and it was almost squandered whether uh even if it was out of her control right like
0: through no fault of her own
1: yeah and uh that almost i think i don't know what would make it harder harder to deal with just like yeah, there's potential but there's nothing you could do about it or you had this potential and you wasted it away right like you know both suck
0: yeah i guess it just depends depend where the blame would fall because at least if it's by circumstance you can you know focus it entirely exter- you can externalize it completely yeah. versus if you're if you're if you actually have forced to like take responsibility for it I don't know what would be that, worse, but it would. just I, be Yeah, in I, that I think
1: way. Uh, I'd probably err the latter for the most part, but I think there is a really big sort of existential thing to like, f- completely outside of my control. I was mm-hmm. just at the whims of fate. Yeah, um, big sort of existential dread moment. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, um, and then also to go back to this like casting choice where Pearl is yeah. also played by Mia Goth. Yeah. It, I think, kind of the yes and then's that thing where. It, 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 adds a whole extra layer to the whole, like, you know, you're going to be just like me when you're older. And she's like, no, I'm not. And it's like, yeah. that's literally you. <laughs> <Like> that, <laughs> you're talking to yourself. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, no, I think that that's a, that was a, a good way to really sort of give credence to like what you said about how she can sit there and be like, I'm never going to be like, you and it's like, it's, that's not up to Girl's you. Girls
0: already happened.
1: You know, it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think that is, uh, kind of a truth of the movie with, uh, no matter what we're going to have regrets, Mm -hmm. you know, something we missed out on, even if we had a largely like great life full of opportunities that were realized, Yeah, you know, I would be shocked at someone who I feel like I couldn't imagine being the person who has absolutely zero regrets.
0: Yeah. They, I, I, if somebody says like, I have no regrets, I'd be like, you're in denial (laughs) I mean, I, I appreciate people trying to reframe as like, oh, they're not regrets; they're learning opportunities. Like, did you know that they can be both, and that regret for something can prompt like change?
1: Yeah, it could be two just
0: things. saying. But yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. like not the like maybe I don't have someone saying they don't have regrets in the sense of something that they like sit and ruminate on. Yeah, that it's like, well, no, I've like grieved it, moved on, and have like you know changed course in my life to better align with my values or whatever
1: yeah
0: but yeah no, i think one of the it, it, it sounds kind of like bleak but <laughs> some of the best advice usually is um because it's, it's just real is one of the best things a therapist ever told me is that when it comes down to like making hard decisions and stuff you have to basically decide what you're willing to regret
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. and i was like I think shit true there's truth there and i think that's not a, the worst way to look at it either no nope. you no know? there's some realism there yeah you're not going to avoid it
0: so what what can you live with
1: yeah being a pessimist may may not always be the best way to go of course but I would say that being a realist which I think a lot of people mistake with pessimism well that's
0: just it being or being a realist being pragmatic can sometimes look very pessimistic but yeah exactly I
1: think they get conflated when they're not the same thing yeah and I guess that's uh definitely a lot of uh all that regret is 100% what Pearl sees in um, Pearl 2, the sequel to Pearl, Okay, <laughs> Maxine.
0: Yes. Well, and then there's also that, like, underlying um, prudishness to this movie, where, where you know, once they realize what they're doing and stuff, and, like... But, again, so much of it is unspoken. Yeah. It's sort of... It's just the tension and the, like... Because you know, Pearl was a dancer. She wasn't a... I don't know, whatever the like 20s equivalent, <laughs> she wasn't a, a sex worker in a brothel. She wasn't a, she, or, you know, whatever. Like she, we, I got the sense that she is, she still had a sense of like, well, you know, classy, like respectable. Yeah. Like, yes, I, I guess any kind of performer with their, who's using their body will to a certain extent have that, like, um, I, th- I don't know. I think of like ancient Rome, how, you know, like the gladiators, are, like, oh, gladiators are so cool, but it's like, they were also like, I think the word is like infame, which is like, you know, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're admirable to an extent, but at the same time, they're like, essentially like, you know, selling and working with their body and they're, and it's, it's, it's it's, comes with this status that is less than, even if there's a certain amount of it that's romanticized or in the same way strippers are, where it's like, oh my God, she, or like, you know, whoever like somebody on display a model or something where on the one hand it's like oh my god she's so beautiful she's you know so desirable she's so like all these things but at the same time strippers especially are oh you're you strip for money like you sell your body like
1: i think that's actually an interesting comment too on our last episode with with uh you mentioning like a model and all that stuff is um I think they're like, we talked about this a bit the idea that being an actor is somehow more important than being a model. Right. Because, uh, you know, you're tapping into emotion and creating performance, whereas. Because photographs never do that. You're not doing that at all. Like, obviously, this isn't shit that we agree with, but I think this is the the messaging that comes across a lot. Yeah, that mentality kind of, it's very strong.
0: Yeah, and so on the one hand, you have these, like, kind of, you know, like, this guy where oh, he can't know we're filming a porno on his property or he'll like shoot us. But yeah. then at the same time having the, the like the horniest wife in existence.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I felt like it was an interesting turn. His issue with that is just that he can't keep up.
0: Yeah. And that's just you know? it, right? Is it, is it comes down to the sort of like, I want that. Why do those people get that thing that I want to have, but don't want to admit that I want to have, I have to destroy them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I can't help but, wonder, but yeah, to go back to this, I can't help but wonder if there's also maybe a bit of, like, Pearl, like, yeah, there's that envy there, but then there's also, like, oh my god, she's taking this beauty, this she's taking this, like, me and this, like, X Factor and, like, squandering it on pornography.
1: That's that's interesting. That's Like, uh, and again,
0: I, th- I don't think it was ever, like, spoken, it's just, but it's something that no. I found going through my head wondering, like, oh, is that part of why she's, like, has this weird sort of like conflicting fascination on the one hand. She's yeah. like, no, don't, don't hurt her. Like she's the one, but on the other is also like at the flip of a hat, like, no, I'll shoot her to death. Like it's fine.
1: Oh, uh, that's, that, that is interesting. Did I say at the like flip that, of a
0: hat? At the drop of a
1: hat. Flip of that. <laughs> you, <laughs> flip of that. You know, you, <laughs> And then he tried to roll his hat down his arm. <laughs> yeah, that, that is interesting. I don't think it was specifically spoken because I hadn't really considered that when we were watching it but when you mention that that makes perfect sense like that specific angle yeah too. so
0: like that's what i mean like this this film is another one of those ones that's kind of like ambivalent in a lot of ways where it doesn't yeah. really there's a lot of possibilities that are open but it's kind of like draw your own conclusions yeah not going to spell it out for your spoon feed it to you and i'm like i appreciate that that is refreshing
1: yeah, yeah being able to uh, trust your audience right. is kind of important to not
0: assume yeah. that they're completely incompetent <laughs>
1: yeah cool cool yeah well that was x our next movie i think has a very different take on the elderly (laughs) and uh i think for uh uh i i I think this is such a like there was potential to do something Mm -hmm. bigger with it and they started to but then they kind of dipped yeah Uh, we watched 2014's the taking of deborah logan I feel bad because I sprung this on you. Like, I didn't tell you much about it. I told you that it was one of the ones I had in mind to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't inform you it was a found footage movie before we started. So I feel <laughs> a little bad.
0: It's fine. Yeah. It was ball suited to uh, that.
1: It definitely did the thing that a lot of found footage movies do where it starts obnoxiously with the camera right. work and then it just kind of mellows out. Yes. Where it's just like, oh, they're really trying to show it's found footage. <laughs> You know, it's just like, yeah, that camera person really needs to cut back on the caffeine. Yes. Uh, like, has that kind of thing. And I'm wondering how much of it is like, yeah, they want to open to really get you in the, the thing of it. And then they're going to chill out. Or if you just acclimatize. Right. Kind of like when you're on a plane for like nine hours and <laughs> you get off in the airport. You're like, God, it's so still. Right. Yeah. could be a bit of both. So the plot of this one is a film crew, is uh, I like a... I think like a university crew, student it, doing her thesis. Yeah, I was going to say, university film crew, one of the main characters, she's doing her thesis project uh, as a film that's a documentary about, there's this woman, Deborah Logan, who is struggling with Alzheimer's, like it's developing. And her thesis is about not just how it affects people who have it, but also with uh like familial caretakers mm-hmm. and stuff like that because the movie also focus or the movie within the movie also focuses on the the daughter of Debra Logan who uh, we all remember both from Elward and Dexter that's right yeah uh, one of those familiar face kind of moments it starts with this documentary that's about Alzheimer's and the sort of like horrors that that could come from that uh, but the horror, the Alzheimer's accelerates And it starts taking on this weird otherworldly quality before we realize that it's like she's possessed by the spirit of this dead serial killer who's buried on her property. Right. And it's like, that felt so much like two movies jammed together. It really did.
0: Yeah. 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 Because on the one hand, it's like, sorry, I do it like... No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, Like on the one hand, I think it's it's an interesting... In the same way that the Evil Dead remake... Does a new take on Evil Dead where in the it's in the context of like addiction and detox, and so that masks what is actually going on, and yeah, makes it more interest or at least not more interesting than the original, but like it it it's a new refreshing kind of take. Like oh, like this yeah. this is really interesting. So this kind of does that with the whole like you know evil spirit possession. Like you think yeah. it's just the normal, for lack of a better word, kind of like progress of the this degenerative neurodegenerative. Yeah disease but then something more sinister is afoot and it takes you know longer for people to buy in into something else is going on because i think it's oh it's just what we see at the surface but on the other hand
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it's also kind of like yeah like you were saying it feels kind of like two movies and like i yeah i was actually hoping because i and i'm well i'm maybe not hoping but i thought it would potentially be more interesting if it was set up in a way that you know, they become convinced that it's something otherworldly, it's something whatever, and then the actual sort of, like, confrontation would be, like, no, like, there's nothing otherworldly, this is what is... Like, the horror is, like, this is what is happening, it is very real, it is tragic, it is awful, and, like, more existential in that way, where it's, like, this is just... Like, the horror is that this is what's happening. It's real. It's, there's no other sinister thing afoot. It is literally just like this is happening to her brain, and you are losing this person that you love, and that is horrifying.
1: Yeah, totally. And uh, I think your comparison to Evil Dead with the addiction angle, like the Evil Dead remake, is a really interesting one because I think that worked so well with mm-hmm. Evil Dead because we didn't go into it looking for a horrors of addiction movie we right. went into it for an Evil Dead movie right and this just made it like a, as you said a great angle to like make it a little more believable why people don't go to help um, the first sign of trouble mm-hmm. you know right um whereas the problem, this one is that was kind of a plot twist And right. I'm with you I think what they set up was kind of more interesting than what it turned into. Yeah. So having it as a cover sort of undermines itself when it's like, Little wait, bit. I was into the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was like, oh,
0: this could get like really existential yeah. and really like poignant. And like, there's so much potential here yeah. for just something that's like really, yeah, not what you're expecting and not really what I don't, I don't know if anyone's really done that. I want to say not something anyone's done. Cause maybe there's something really great out there like that, that I'm just completely unaware of.
1: I think um, it goes places and stuff, but that is a little bit what Relic is kind of hitting Mm. at. I'd mention that as a possible one to watch. That's right, but we couldn't source a
0: streaming copy, unfortunately. Yeah, it wasn't
1: streaming anymore.
0: Yeah, at least not for free for for something that we're subscribed to. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, but uh, I think, though, the, the flip also kind of... I think the movies possibly avoided stepping in, like, a big nasty bear trap by doing that flip because if they just made the Alzheimer's out to be monstrous right that's kind of gross you know yeah the idea of like showing these old people it's like oh aging really is monstrous especially when you lose faculties and it's like it's tragic. It doesn't make the. And person that's just that's and so... that's a fine line
0: to go to go on, right? Yeah. Because you so can, I think this yeah. movie
1: aired on the safe
0: side. That's fair.
1: Of that, that's yeah. a good
0: point. Because yeah, I would never want something that would be like, oh, people with Alzheimer's are monsters. Because like, no, yeah. like they're not. It's not like you, you know, they were like, you know, what would be really fun is to like to bring this upon myself and then like just to like torment my family and also myself at the same time. Yeah. like nobody nobody would do that
1: yeah and I think there is a very interesting movie to do there but I think it is a little dicier yeah I thought that, that, that's, like, a fair that's some of the criticisms I've heard leveled at this one as well as uh, sort of I don't remember the specifics of it so I don't remember how similar but the criticism was also kind of I've seen leveled at Relic as
0: mm. well
1: um, I can't remember I, it's been a while since I've seen that one so I don't remember exactly how much it overlaps right Because, yeah, I mean, the idea Uh,
0: of, yeah, not having your brain work the way you normally would and having this terror of, like, waking up and not knowing where you are and, like, not being oriented to time or space and not recognizing... That sounds terrifying. That sounds fucking terrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Without any sense of, like, monstrous anything. It's like, no, that's just, like, whether it's from, yeah, a degenerative brain disease or a concussion or, like trauma traumatic amnesia like any like yeah. that sounds terrifying
1: yeah I guess uh what I meant by like the the diciness and the monstrousness is if they if it was done in a way that it framed it as like that's not my mother I don't recognize right. her anymore but then she's a monster right that would yeah be kind of the gross way to take Absolutely. it which this movie doesn't do by virtue even though it does kind of go full monster movie yeah, like
0: that's not my mother it's like no it's literally like a it's a it's like a, it's a ghost
1: loving serial killer right? that's just like living in you. <laughs> uh, yeah, living in you. That's that's a way to say living in you. <laughs> Jesus, having a day. All good. S- but I I think the other thing is that by taking the safer route, like I said, it and, and you seem to agree with it, just sort of splits the movie in a way that doesn't quite work.
0: Yeah, and kind of and kind of kind of undermines it. Yeah, I remember that.
1: enjoying this movie more. Well, I thought I enjoyed this movie more uh, the first time I watched it. And then we watched it. I was like, oh, that wasn't quite as good as I remembered. So I went on Letterboxd to rate it. And I was going to give it the exact same rating oh, I the last time. So it's like, oh, OK, I guess I didn't enjoy it that much <laughs> the first time around. I just kind of forgot about that part.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, you know, I'm a. I, I'm sure anyone who's been listening to this long enough knows I'm a sucker for, like, exorcism and, like, possession and, like, those kind of movies. So I'm like, I enjoyed it. Like, I had fun. It wasn't, like, the best one I've ever seen. It also, by far, was not the worst one I've ever seen. Like, I generally... Like, I was like, yeah, this is pretty tense. This This is good.
1: Oh, yeah, as much as we seem to be bagging on it, this is... I think... At worst, this is kind of a mediocre movie. Yeah, and like I, like, it, I would watch it again that. in a few
0: years, sure, yeah. if I was in the mood for that, you know, that kind of yeah. something in, along those genre lines. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's easy to sound like we're just totally bagging on it when it's more like uh, it was. It didn't live up to what. Yeah, I Yeah, it's like I like yeah. her and
0: I want her to do better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: I want better for her.
1: I think part of why I remembered this a little better. Like liking it better than ended up liking it was because of uh, the infamous moment, the GIF that was all over the internet right. of when she like
0: it's devouring the head in of the, the ch- dark unhinges
1: <laughs> her jaw and devours this kid's head like like me eating shredded cheese out of the fridge <laughs> at three a.m. You know, like if you put the night vision on and saw that I was like, like yeah Denver like Logan. a snake just like Argh. yeah you're just like and well then that was a very unhinged moment. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that was something else. Yeah. I don't even. And yeah. Because you're like, oh yeah, that's like that's like been a thing online for. I'm like, have I seen that? I don't know. I just remember I was kind of taken aback.
1: Yeah, you did. You did your your reaction of I'm taken aback, but not that taken aback. Yeah. Of just like this, like, ooh. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that noise. Um, and one thing, this movie did that i'll just say did i won't say how they did it but i'll just say did was they really wanted us to know that the main character was gay before the reveal that she was gay because (laughs) i remember um this is the daughter of deborah logan we're talking here because i guess i've mentioned multiple main characters right
0: yeah i was like Uh, the filmmaker
1: they show her bedroom it's like she was always into cars cars and sports and you're just like she's such a lesbian yeah. or something like. like you made it you made a crack it was like no that's literally what's going
0: right, on. right yeah like no they're just... not being subtle
1: <laughs> and it's, it's one of those things where it's just like oh yeah you know just the jeans with flannel for the entire movie right. and it's like i can't criticize because that's like my closet okay oh, yeah, no criti- no no
0: shade intended yeah. more just like yeah. i see you
1: yeah, it was very, uh, up front and center. Yes. And then, you know, like, the movie kind of, like, eh, a little bit when we realized that her, uh, lesbian lover was a cop.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. She seemed like an idealist, starry eyes kind of cop, you know? Right. Like, just, like, I, I believe in justice and stuff, and then what did she get for i change the system it? from the
0: inside.
1: Yeah, and so what did she get for it? A face full of acid. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so this movie with a very low body count is just like, oh, there's there's two lesbians. Can't have that. <laughs> but I guess because uh, I was gonna summarize the plot quickly, so we could go into talking about aging and all that. But I guess we sort of did to an extent already. Well, yeah,
0: because I mean, we could like um, go more play by play, but I think the whole like, yeah, it starts out as a documentary about a woman with Alzheimer's and her caregiving daughter, and turns into a like evil spirit possession movie yeah I, that, that's the plot
1: but what what did you think of the aging to get more explicit just on that um because i i felt genuine empathy
0: mm-hmm. for
1: the the character as the movie went on yeah
0: absolutely i don't know because it, it didn't seem like it was really i think because alzheimer's and dementia and stuff were at the forefront it didn't really seem like it was about aging per se so much as this like you know, possible thing that can happen with aging, like, because any kind of, yeah, like, neurodegenerative (laughs) kind of outcome, it's not guaranteed when you age, but I think it's a big fear around aging.
1: I think it's one of those things where mental faculties degenerating is possibly, like, this will happen to you as you age kind of thing, and I think...
0: um, It probably will to some extent, not, not, again, not specifically, like, it's something that could be diagnosed as dementia or Alzheimer's yeah. or something, but more just, like, yeah, you're not going to be probably as sharp as you used to be. Yeah. Your processing speed won't be as fast as when you were 20. The
1: fact that when it happens to you, it is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, and I it think... It sucks. I don't know, like, both of my grandparents, or two of my grandparents... Uh, actually, that was just interesting. On one side, my grandparents were sharp as a tack till the day they died. Right. And then on the other side, it was... You, you know just seeing that this sort of thing yeah. start to happen was like one of the most soul-crushing things well yeah it's hard to watch right? yeah anybody and, let uh, alone like, somebody
0: you love and somebody like you know you grew up with yeah. and you know who they are and then see just how much they lose that part of themselves
1: yeah. and, and that's a good I, I like what you said there about it's hard to watch too because I think you'd agree with this that like It's hard to watch, but imagine what it's like going through it, you know? I don't think the severeness of what they're presenting in a movie like this is the obvious conclusion to aging that I think a lot of movies try to present is the obvious Mm -hmm. conclusion to aging, because it's more dramatic or whatever. But I think uh, it's also done a disservice just to show how fucking horrible it is.
0: Yeah. I do like though that, it that, it, that part of the, like the, the thesis and everything was also about the effect on caregivers Yeah. because as much as, you know, I, as much as I appreciate the whole, like, Oh, I think it's hard to watch imagine how hard it is to live with. Yeah. But at the same time, like caregiver burnout and all these, like are so real and there's this yes. like, stigma around admitting how hard it is because it's like, well, you know, things can be so much worse. I should be thankful, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can also admit that it, fucking sucks it's soul crushing and just absolutely draining and so often this kind of work falls onto people you know family members especially like daughters sister you know things like that it's very feminized and it's very like you know you're not you're not a trained orderly you're not a trained psych nurse you're not a trained like none of this you're completely you know you're equipping yourself as best as you can but really it's like this expectation. And yes, that's what family does. And you can, you know, not to undermine this, not to do the whole, like, you don't owe anyone anything. It's like, no, that's, don't want to get into that, but just recognize that these things can coexist. Like, yes, it is something that I, I want to be able to do for my family, but also holy shit, I would yeah. rather not find myself in that situation because it is, yeah, it it, it is an absolute, like, just like <laughs> the toll it takes. On, like yeah. even on professionals who like do like I'm thinking you know me training to be a therapist it's like ca- caregiver fatigue empathy fatigue compassion fatigue like that's all very much a thing that they're like be monitoring yourself and be building in safeguards mm. for it so you know if that can happen to professionals it c- can absolutely also happen to people who aren't trained and who are finding themselves in yeah. these circumstances trying to support their family members especially you know end of life like this.
1: Plus, there's also that connection there because mm-hmm. with professionals, it's sort of that usually that there's degree, several degrees of separation. Right. So it might be a bit easier to
0: compartmentalize at the end of the day as opposed to be like, yeah. well, that was my mom yeah. and now I have to go home and like make dinner for my kids or you know, go back to my regular life.
1: Yeah. No, I definitely agree with everything you said there. And yeah. uh, I th- definitely don't think it, it helps to downplay how it affects the people around Mm-hmm whoever is
0: struggling with yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like, no, it, it is uh, absolutely, like, a, a thing that it affects, yeah, not just the person, but, like, the people in their immediate orbit. Yeah. And their family, you know, the people who care about them and love them. It's, like, yeah. It, yeah. And so I appreciate so, that from the very beginning of this movie, that's what they set out, is like, yeah, this isn't just something that, affects, you know, it's not just this individualized, atomized thing. It's, like, it, affects, you know, it ripples out into mm-hmm. the, the community, the family. So I appreciate that about it. Yeah, and I'm, uh, showing I'm, the like, and yeah. showing the like, not just like mentioning it, but also showing like, yeah, the daughter has like a pretty severe drinking problem and is like pretty blasé about like, ah ha ha, like my liver will be like, gone before like Alzheimer's could take me.
1: Yeah. Oh, that that stuff was so bleak to see too. Like, it I was thought so that real, was you know. so well because yeah. it was so banal. Yeah. Like her. Just self-destructiveness was just so banal in this movie. Yes. And that was uh, that was also a very real thing yep. that they kind of decided to broadcast in this. But I think that all kind of goes to why I found this movie kind of, like, disappointing in ways or very right. frustrating. Because it hit the nail on the head. Everything you said for... is so fucking interesting. Yeah, and it
0: did so many things, like, so well. Yeah. And it's
1: not even like the possession stuff was bad, per se. It was just... It was, uh, if anything, it was a bit by the numbers because mm-hmm. I think uh, this sort of came out during the glut of movies that were
0: like that. Right. The the um, the, the X of females' name. Yeah. The haunting. Yeah. The taking. Well, this was, this the was like a,
1: a post-conjuring right um, uh, possession movie, and you know, around that time we had a lot of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The ger- the gerund verb of females' name. Yeah. Possessive form.
1: And now I'm just trying to think of, like, why, like, you know, Tired, that Wired Jallo naming convention. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it was just, like, the seven red scarves of Deborah Logan or something, they be like, ah, yes. You're like, okay, this I'm into. Yeah.
0: Especially if they have uh, nothing to do with the plot or they were added in at the very end, just shoehorned.
1: Yeah. Well, isn't that how those worked? Yeah. Like, they would, um. Come up with the title would, and then make the movie. And then write the script. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. So the, so the last movie.
0: <laughs> this is the real one.
1: <laughs> real ones will know this feeling. Uh, what did you make me watch? The shoe was on the other foot. You made me watch something when I usually make you watch the stupid garbage I'm obsessed with.
0: So it was like, okay, we're going to do an episode about aging. And we had joked about maybe doing like, like, why don't we make it like crone core? Do it about like, you know, old ladies who are like, yeah. like scary or whatever. But then it's like, well, very recently, in the last year or so, there was a movie that came out all about aging. Aging on this beach that makes you get old. <laughs> just, we're doing this over Skype and I can just see Lori losing it in silence. <laughs> so bad. So... I looked, and the oh. library had like fifty copies because you know, big blockbuster, whatever kind of movie. So uh, yeah. we, I, I, took out, and we, we watched M Night Shyamalan's Old from two thousand twenty
1: one. Yeah, the most meme movie old. of
0: last summer.
1: Yeah, I love, I love, because you started. We had to watch them separately because we just couldn't get our schedules to line up um, to watch it together, so we each watched, and you started watching it about like 20, 20 minutes before minutes. I started yeah. watching it, and we we're texting uh, each other
0: while we're watching,
1: yeah, we we're texting, like, not quite live texting the movie, and, uh, you know, I think at one point when I was, you know, within the first five minutes or something, you're just like, this movie isn't memeified; it's just a meme,
0: <laughs> it's true,
1: <laughs> Shitpost the movie,
0: yeah, kind of, uh,
1: was this... Correct if I'm wrong, wasn't this recommended to you by a coworker?
0: Yeah, the same one who said that, that X was good. I remember, I, I, I mean, this would have been, you know, like almost a year ago, I guess, so I don't remember exactly what he said, but I remember it was something like, um, he said, he's like, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad, and like it actually had, I, I remember him saying it actually had something to say that was like more thoughtful than he would have expected or something. So I was like, okay, I could give it a chance, like, especially, you know, I,
1: Look, I'm not, I'm paying not for mad it. with this coworker. I just want to talk.
0: Okay. <laughs> right. And this is a co like, okay, this is somebody who like, I, like, I, I generally trust their opinion. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, so I, I, I might, um, next time we're working together, just be like, so tell me more. <laughs> maybe, so, and- maybe it will be like, you know, all of our friends who have been like, Hey, I didn't like crime that's in the future. And then I listened to your episode about it and I appreciate it a lot more now. Maybe yeah. maybe this coworker will have a take on old that will make me go oh okay yeah then you'll be texting me back saying like, watch it again
1: <laughs> um, oh god but to be fair um, this movie's like so camp <laughs> it but is not gay not gay about it so no. is, is this heterosexual camp it is
0: a hundred percent
1: yeah okay so what is the plot of old for people that that don't like perpetually live on Twitter and. <laughs> you know, distilled it entirely through me.
0: So there is a family, um, a couple, they two kids and they're on vacation on some like, you know, some tropical getaway kind of thing. You quickly learn yeah. that the parents are having marital problems. Um, they are planning on separating, but they wanted to give their kids one last like, you know, nice family memory before their lives get thrown into disarray. And at the resort, the the owner guy... Um, tells them, you know, we see we see like the, the, so the two kids, there's the older daughter and the younger son. The younger son's like playing with the owner's like uh, nephew. And so you get, so the owner comes up one day at breakfast and is like, hey, so I only tell certain people about this, but on the nature reserve, there's this private beach. It's really secluded. I only like let my favorite customers know. Okay,
1: there's a movie there if me or someone like me was like, at the resort and they came over because the whole movie them trying to convince me to go to this Right, thing. So I'm like it sounds nice, but there's a breakfast buffet right here and I'm still <laughs> by the beach. Totally. There's water right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I'd be like, I'm with kids, like we'll be by the pool. That's just fine. Thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like, I'd probably have gone. Yeah, but, you know, it's sort it of like i little
0: bit I'm gonna of a little bit of a there's this small shuttle that of uh, people... of of small group that gets Dri- convinced that they're like driven by, M. Night, driven, driven by M night Shyamalan himself to go to the beach. And they're like, yeah, you can call us when you're ready to come home. Otherwise we'll come pick you up at five. Like it's totally normal. Don't worry. We've been packed you complimentary like lunch and snacks. Cause we're just such good people. And so they're on this beach. And, uh, so well, first of all, I think before anything kind of starts getting too weird, they there's this guy in there he's he's like a rapper and his name is Midsize Sedan which is awesome
1: if I didn't already know like how to watch this movie at this point like I was just like time to buckle the fuck up right
0: and this body like washes up and is found and um, they you know quickly realize like oh this is this woman was with Midsize Sedan and did he kill her He's like, no. Yeah. She like swam out. We were like hanging out here last night, and she just like never came back. Yeah. And um, there's like this. Yeah.
1: She's pretty much a non-character. Yeah. too. Like she exists to be the dead body it's that watches. To, to make on the people beach.
0: think that strange things are afoot at the beach that makes you get old.
1: Wait, hold the fuck up.
0: Yes. If he was
1: there since the night before, what right?
0: the Fuck,
1: is he just like
0: right? That's the I thing. Mean, I don't a, like to they be make a person. A reference to
1: it. I you don't know, like black to. Don't crack. They make a reference. They but.
0: do. That's true. I say I don't like to be that person who is like YouTube brained and is like, now let me do a forty-minute video about all the plot holes in this Ugh. movie. That being said, I cannot help.
1: No, it's <laughs> but- movies that can't abide by their own internal logic well and that's That's the thing thing, right
0: so and so there's this cave on the island that people are going into and then they like their like heads explode or whatever metaphorically it just feels that way and they wake up at like the cave's entrance and they're like oh i lost time what happened this beach is so strange and um then the kids start aging and all of a sudden you have these like i think the kids they said they're like four and six or something and then like one of them is like just fifteen. 15 the, the, yeah one of them is like on the cusp of Marazza. puberty and then the girl already has her like hourglass figure and like well into it so they're like this is fucked up
1: and the kid's not noticing or it's just like you look kind of different
0: right mom why don't it's you recognize like... me yeah and, and Kay, the first thing i could think was like i just remember like the growing pains i had as a kid like oh. i would be keeled over on the couch crying because my legs would hurt so badly so the idea of having that happen like, you know, because I I think they, they they end up calculating that the beach ages you 1 year every 30 minutes, is it?
1: Yeah, something like that. Or, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. So I'm You'd just
1: You'd be Emily Rose on the floor just contorted because of or, the growing pains. Or
0: like yeah, these these girls hitting puberty and stuff like if, if a year is every 30 minutes, you'd be menstruating, like, constantly? That's, like, what, yeah. 12 periods every half an hour? Like, you would have died of fucking iron deficiency after, like, and, two.
1: And the movie does play it like it literally is uh, the functions of the body mimic, like you know, they are sped up too. Like we see that with the scars and stuff. Whenever anyone gets cut, the scar just heals, heals immediately, so fast. right? Yep, exactly. So why weren't these people like constantly shoving food in their mouth and shitting the whole Well, room? exactly. Like-
0: I know. And then they're like, oh, that's why the kids are eating so much because they're growing at an accelerated rates. Like, yeah, they're cultivating mass, bro. But like, <laughs> okay. oh my God. And I
1: realize that sounds like such a stupid nitpick. And I do agree that is like, I'm not going to get hung up on that yes and not enjoy the movie for sure. what it has to offer but at the same time I want to see that movie
0: right yeah I just, just like the these, eating, these like, motherfuckers sort of died of malnutrition be... within like a couple of hours the the whole okay the thing that made me go like oh my god the fucking audacity of this movie is <laughs> the so the like six-year-olds <laughs> Oh my god, they, they hit puberty, they get really horny, and then they fuck, and then like two seconds later, Abby Lee, oh yeah, Abby Lee is in this movie again, in her crone era. Yeah, uh,
1: and she's like American in this She's movie. American,
0: she has a very good American accent, it's actually kind of funny. Um, so her yeah. daughter gets knocked up and is walking down the beach like, it's fine, I just like ate too much, and they're like, no, you just made a baby, <laughs> and then like ten minutes yeah. later, she gives birth, and then it like dies instantly. And I was just like, but this that's fucking movie.
1: The audacity of this fucking movie. It's funny because, like, as soon as they were in the tent, I was just like, oh, no. Right. Oh, they, they can't like, no, do that. six right?
0: years old. Like,
1: okay. But at this point, you had just texted me straight up, the fucking audacity. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I was just like, no, 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 right? no. Right?
0: Like, and that's because, I mean, I get it. Like, 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 they, I don't know. I, I just feel like if this was actually happen. like, okay, for the adults, fine, whatever, you're already old or whatever, but, like, for kids, like, puberty <laughs> makes you feel insane, so yeah. the idea of having that happen and accept, like, those kids were not, like, screaming and crying and shaking and throwing up nearly enough for me to believe yeah. in what was happening to them, like, I would have been having an- a meltdown
1: not one of those kids rar XD at any of the yeah. other kids, and
0: and then like the idea that it's like oh it's fine like we'll just like like fuck like fuck off. <laughs> now I will say the whole like when he was like we're gonna get married and get a mortgage together we're never gonna fight <laughs> like that was extremely like that was that was great, but the, the, I don't know oh like God. just it it wasn't convincing especially when like it was just like the two kids that were left after like everyone else had fucking died in various ways, and they're, you know, they're in their, like, 50s, and they're talking, like, like, adults, they're, like, I wonder if, like, and, but the, the, because I, I could see a kid saying, like, oh, I wonder if when I'm old, I'll still want to play like this, or, or, like, that kind of (laughs) thing, but just the way they talk, it's, like, they have this maturity to them that's just, like, you're not children in adults' body, like, I just, I just think of, like, Freaky Friday, Jamie Lee Curtis, at this point is, you know, middle-aged Activia era, like, she plays a very convincing teenager. She is, like, the star of that movie. She's the best character in that movie because she plays teenager so fucking well. Like, it's amazing. So, it is That's, possible. That, I have not
1: seen that one. Oh, I, so.
0: I, I, I mean, that movie came, out, I think it was in, like, sixth grade or something, and I was like, this movie's great. Is <laughs> nice. I still have a soft spot for it. I haven't seen it in years so we should should watch it sometime it is it is quite fun but yeah so like it is totally possible for adults to like take on the you know demeanor and candor and you know all of these things of that's more you know juvenile than they are yeah at least it's possible for miss jamie lee curtis anything's possible for her let's be real Uh So they kind of dropped the ball with that one, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: like it would have been much more realistic if, like, especially because after they they bone down there, just like we were just playing. Like they clearly don't understand.
0: Yeah, because well, right? yeah, at one point they're like, "Yeah, what you did, that's how babies are made." And he's like, "Well, yeah, I know that, but I thought you had to do it like ten times."
1: Anyway, because because of, like, you know, they're doing adult things and they have these adult feelings, but they have the mentality of kids, like, it would have been much more realistic if it's, like, we're out of the beach, what do you want to do now? It's, like, I want to Google what's under SpongeBob's pants for some reason. Seriously? Like, that would have made more fucking sense. Totally.
0: And, like, they just, like, I, I, I imagine, yeah, having in your brain suddenly flooded with, like, hormones would, like, yeah, you'd yeah. probably be kind of horny, but at the same time, you you think there'd still be a bit of that, like, dissonance of, like, ooh girls have cooties. Yeah. Like there yeah there's just so much that is just like no, I'm just going to like really lean into this like accelerated puberty
1: <laughs> with yeah. a
0: level head. And it's like yeah that wouldn't happen. Like I said they would be like just like shaking and throwing up and screaming.
1: Yeah. But then I remember you texted me at one point during the movie. Like, I I don't think they... I think they may have just gotten to the beach in my watch. Yeah. Or they were going there. And you text me, it's like, they're dropping like fucking flies. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that'll be interesting. I, it's hard to figure out how that works. It's like, nope, you weren't kidding. Uh-huh. And like, you know, it starts with like... Well, no, I guess One was just like... Uh, I can't kill the black guy first, <laughs> so let's kill the baby. Yeah, let's kill the newborn
0: infant, and then anything yeah, can a happen. Yeah, newborn
1: infant will die, and then it's okay for me to kill whoever the fuck I want. Exactly. Because like, <laughs> um, yeah, mid-sized sedan gets uh, stabbed to death by
0: the surgeon, the chief medical the, the officer chief of, of my hospital. Yep, yeah, that guy. And yeah. so, yeah, so they they realized at some point that they were all, you know, they, they all had like pre existing conditions, essentially. Yes. Or at least somebody in the family did, and so they were all brought, you know, they, we must have been brought to this beach for a reason because they're, they're, we can see them like f- watching us with cameras, and we can't leave. Yeah. And they know, they obviously know that this, this is the effect that this beach has. So there's some kind of sinister something or other happening here. So, uh, so okay, personally, I thought that the doctor. I, I, I thought that maybe he had like um, early onset like Alzheimer's or something or dementia yeah, yeah. because just like the paranoia, the tangential kind of speech, And
1: the snapping back to things from his past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it seemed like like he was he was going on and on about this movie that you know would be like decades old at right. this point. Exactly, right? like it just and just
0: completely yeah. uh, like un- irrelevant to like anything that was actually yeah, happening. But that's
1: like a lot of those degenerative like. uh diseases when it comes to memory and stuff you kind of regress yeah and and then also because you don't know what the
0: fuck is going on you can get kind of paranoid around about like like who are these people what are they doing are they trying to hurt me or like it it just comes with the territory when you're like confused agitated and like don't know what the fuck is going on then yeah you get a little defensive so i but then wikipedia is like oh no he was schizophrenic and i'm like okay
1: (laughs) yeah Shyamalan for the win yeah, you know, like I guess, I guess like split wasn't enough, and all Right. That, you know,
0: he's like a little bit more for daddy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I think this movie was he a said, lot I more deserve for this daddy one. because. This movie was a lot more for
1: daddy because like the the acting choices in this or the oh direction God. of acting choices were fucking insane. Like yes. this was, this made the happening look like Shakespeare. <laughs> like this was, this was the weird acting choices of the happening blown up. Like in, I was in a so-called thinking,
0: ensemble cast.
1: Yeah. When we see the, the resort with all the people there and then everyone's interacting and talking and stuff, I'm just sitting there like, Oh, man, did they accidentally go to, like, Westworld and they're all secret, like, malfunctioning robot <laughs> cowboys or something? Like, what the fuck is happening with these fucking people?
0: And then also remember how we were saying how we appreciated that X didn't, like, spoon feed us everything and, like, spell out everything that was happening. It just, like, kind of assumed you were competent and let you, like, just watch things unfold. That's not the case That's here. not this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Like I remember you um, texting me. You're just like, why? Why does something happen in the next five minutes? Is people explaining in detail what just happened.
1: Yeah. And yet, I think I even texted when we were watching it. I don't regret watching. This. Right. Yeah. We're just like, like at oh, all. I am not upset that I saw this movie. No, I
0: experienced this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is a rare treat that you watch a movie and you're just like, good God, what a mess, and you're just like, yeah. And got yeah, to see it, what oh, a thanks mess. to my
0: local public library.
1: Like, this is gonna... <laughs> this is gonna go down, like, sort of, like, Miami Connection, samurai cop right. kind of midnight movie thing. Guaranteed. Oh,
0: totally. It is so... Yeah, like, it's, like, it's camp. Like, it's just so bad. And then the
1: thing... And then it's gonna turn out we're getting played because that was the intent the entire oh, time. Oh, totally.
0: Yeah, we just, like, weren't in on the joke. We're, su- we're such, like... <laughs> we're such, such assholes. Gross. Oh, my God. But <laughs> then, so, okay... It turns out that the the beach, the beach that makes you old, is being utilized yeah. by by big pharma to do essentially lifetime uh, trials of drugs in the span of about you know 24 hours. Yeah. And so, but with like zero ethics, of course. And so, so that's part of the thing that makes that makes the, this movie's own betrayal of its own like internal logic that much more egregious is that it's literally this thing that's rooted in like science and medicine and technology and then yeah but then it's like oh no we just like made all if there's a if there is a like pre-menopausal female on this beach we just like made her develop hemophilia from fucking menstruating every 10 minutes like
1: <laughs> yeah it's um i think that is why the plot hole's we're so egregious here because again, like it's not that there are plot holes or inconsistencies. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. It's a story. Like, it's going to happen, right? It's just that it really does kind of butt up against its own. Like, if the movie didn't go to such lengths to try and explain every little detail, right. like we didn't need so much time spent talking about how it was a coupon from a pharmacy and all that. <laughs> yeah, like, like. Yeah, that ties into the ending, but that shit is inferred as soon as you say like, oh, like I got you know, I won this contest or something. Right. Like why were you chosen? Like we can pick, figure that sure. out. So the fact that the movie wants to just put a pin in every single thing, just like tie it up with a neat bow, that makes the, the parts where there it doesn't work and it can't be explained properly. That's what makes those so egregious. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, yeah, if you this is a fucking ridiculous premise, commit to it. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 and then um oh god uh also the camera choices were a choice oh my god it was frustrating because some of the shots were genuinely so fucking good yes but the problem is that this movie tried to do every shot has to be
0: yeah like
1: the shot of the movie kind of thing and it started becoming like nonsensical to a point Mm -hmm. and like you pointed out and i think this is true they had to like have some characters out of frame while they're delivering lines, or just frame it kind of off to hide the reveal that they're older. But it's
0: so obvious that that's what they're doing.
1: Yeah, uh, yes. And then there are some times that they do that for I cannot place the fucking reason. Like, there's one time where the camera is framed on a midsize sedan. sedan right. with this nice negative space. It's like a rule of thirds thing. And then you just see, like, one eye and a bit of a shoulder <laughs> duck in of the guy he's talking to. And you can, you, it's, like, I think his ear's are wiggling, so that guy must be talking. But right. it's, like, just, like, oop, a little, just a little slow. Well, I'm just thinking
0: just a... of that one where they didn't want to, like, reveal, like, the body at one point. And so they had this really awkward framing where everyone's kind of, like, hu- where they're, like, hovering over the body, but they won't show the body. And it's just, right. like, just commit to being gross. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to offend my sensibilities any more than they are already offended yeah. by watching and this movie. Wasn't...
1: And it wasn't, like, a censorship <laughs> thing either no because like later like we see in the cave where the person just goes full like one person human centipede yes you know just like contorts yes and you just weight. like, like because that was like, a gross out body horror moment right so it wasn't a censorship she's like just weird she's just framing. gonna be
0: like the other mother from from Coraline but with like a degenerative calcium deficiency
1: <laughs> yeah oh man what a trip. <laughs> And like I said, I don't for a second regret watching this movie. No,
0: I'm I'm uh, happy to have experienced the beach that makes you old.
1: I would be really curious to see your take on The Happening, because that movie yeah, got I so pan to see the and shit on, like, so hard when it came out. And I think a lot of what it's rightfully shit on about is also the same kind of things going on in old. Right. So, like, watching it with that mindset, Double feature. it might... Like, just be like ridiculously hilarious because i remember not hating that movie which i guess is heresy or something (laughs) like that but it's like yeah it wasn't a good movie but it was dumb in a funny way right like i'm laughing at like stuff i probably shouldn't be laughing at because i guess it's not funny when someone's like i'm gonna jump in a lion tank or (laughs) stuff like that you know
0: (laughs) yeah i suppose hey
1: a lion tank yeah i go to zoos yeah i know how they work yep uh, shit. So, yeah, that was old. <laughs> yes, it now, was. W- w- what what do you think about the uh, treatise on aging in this movie?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think that it was, like... It didn't really, f- like... Less on aging and more on just, like, death. And a- aging is yeah. death. Like, because there wasn't really a lot...
1: Because it really was the illnesses that were killing people. you yeah. like, you're, you're, too, you're getting older, but your illness is killing you. Like The only character who I felt like there was any sense of pathos to in terms of the, the aging thing was uh, Abby Lee's character.
0: Right. Well, because I guess because, she, she, cause yeah. when she was talking about needing her calcium drinks, she had some kind of, like, calcium deficiency or something. So, like, she had a condition, yeah. and that's why she was there. But,
1: and it made her back all fucked up. It, yeah, exactly. It's like in the song, my neck, my back, my calcium's neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's how it goes, all right? <laughs>
1: It shows that I'm up on the music, because mm-hmm. I'm sure that is not how the song sounds, <laughs> even a little bit.
0: My little calcium snack.
1: I just, it just it's totally like one of those, like, late 80s awesome rap songs that's just like, my name is Abby and I'm here to say I need my calcium in a major <laughs> exactly. way. Exactly. Like, it just hits on that. <laughs> Mommy
0: needs her calcium.
1: Oh, God. But yeah, so there is the illness there for sure, but so much of it is tied into like the disappearing beauty that's true Um, yeah it's basically just
0: like you know her after after her neon demon character like shed off all of the like you know blood magic or whatever and became like this is the sequel yeah so this is just her like her old life coming back out again
1: oh so what she needed to do was just like fucking eat someone she ate her daughter yeah ate her daughter and then it would be like oh thank god (laughs) Yeah, um, but her, but yeah, that character is the only one where I think that the aging really factored into their state, because yeah. you saw, like, you know, she went full crone court.
0: Well, that's just it, and she, like, definitely She was the, the like,
1: croniest crone of these movies for we real. watched. And
0: it's just like, Living don't look at cane, me, I don't want to make a like, I'm gonna throw rocks at your head and concuss you, so that like, you don't fucking...
1: <laughs> I'm in my cave! You can... stop, stop with the fire, I can't stand it! I Urgh. can't be
0: seen! And it's just like, okay, okay, that's a bit much.
1: Full cr- Full crone core. A little bit. Oh, man. So that was old. That was old. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on old?
0: I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Fucking movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, this was a a week. Yeah.
0: And apparently it was based off of a graphic novel about a beach that. that makes you old, but it the graphic novel apparently never gives any explanation for why it's happening. Shyamalan This movie does the exact that, opposite. Yeah, they, they don't really, they don't really ever, and again, I haven't read the thing. I don't even remember what it's called, but, yeah. um, yeah, I guess that's one of the things they said was the difference was that it was like, yeah, it never really says why. So it sounds like it's a lot more existential potentially,
1: which I think, which I super been, appreciate. I want to see that movie.
0: Right? Yeah. Well, I guess somebody gave it to Shyamalan as like a birthday gift and he's like, oh, I'm going to make a movie out of this. Like his kid oh, or something okay. gave it to him. And it's like, oh. But it's
1: like, that movie doesn't give any answers. This movie gives you answers as to why the kids like ice cream, for example. Just like, you know, it's like, everything needs an explanation. Yeah.
0: Can't just, like, be like, oh, kids like ice cream sometimes. (laughs) Like me.
1: Ooh, lads. But yeah, so, shit. That's, uh, 100 episodes on the books, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. 101 if you count our bonus episode, but we're not. We're not. I, I guess, uh... I don't know. I don't have plans specifically to just like, well, that's good enough. Time to close the door on that. Yeah. Um, I think our our schedule, as you probably noticed by the way these are coming out, is we're aiming for every two weeks. Yeah. But But those episodes are just kind of going to go up when they go up. Pretty much. Because I was thinking about that with this one because we had to keep delaying it so much. Uh, I'm thinking... If it takes us an extra week or so yeah. to get an episode out, but it's the episode we actually want to get out, yes. then let's just fucking do that. Agreed. So, and then uh, I noticed since because we took a, a brief sort of like spring break, basically. Yes. Um, I noticed since we've come back, not that I have any problems with this, of course, but every movie we've watched has been a post two thousands. Right. Movie. So I'm thinking uh, soon we might have to dip back into some good old seventies exploitation. It's been a while. I am
0: very okay with that. And yeah, I imagine I a couple ideas. listeners uh, would well, be too. I have
1: a, yeah, I have a few episodes that I've been wanting to do for a while, so it might be time to dust one of those off. Let's do it. and do uh, do it. Cool. Uh, so I guess that'll probably do it for us, but we do have a, a little thing we do at the end of episodes.
0: Recommendations.
1: Yeah, so um, do you have one?
0: Yeah, I guess I have a couple because I remembered. Cause, so I, I had one, and then I couldn't remember it, and then I remembered it while we were talking about X. Oh nice. So the first one that I was gonna recommend um, around that X made me think of is uh, 2005's *The Skeleton Key*.
1: Oh yeah, you mentioned that while yeah. we were uh, watching the the movie. Because
0: yeah, as, as the movie was going on, I was like, I'm, I, I was like, I am half expecting her at some point to like *Skeleton Key* Maxine's ass.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I was
0: like, wait, that could be a recommendation.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: Um, and then my other recommendation that I thought of right before we started recording is since a lot of these have a kind of, you know, either grim to very bleak or just kind of not positive view of aging and what it is to be old. Mm. I was like, we would, let's shake that up a little bit. I'm going to recommend the greasy strangler.
1: Oh, beautiful.
0: And what is that? Two thousand what teen? 16, maybe. 16. Yeah. I was like 16 comes to... Let me look it up. 2016, called it. Yeah, hell yeah. That movie rules. Not that there would be any question about, like, ooh, which, which Greasy... Like, there's one and only. Which
1: Greasy Strangler? <laughs> um,
0: the one.
1: By the way, we absolutely, absolutely need to do an episode on that.
0: Yeah, I can't... That's one of those ones that I can't believe we, we haven't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there somehow. are a few movies that um, I was trying to think before we did this, uh, if there's any episode, any movies you want to talk about, as like possible episodes to do coming up. Right. Another one that it occurred to me as we were doing this because I think made a joke about it. Um, it's kind of crazy given your love of this movie and love of the genre that we haven't covered Exorcism of Emily Rose yet.
0: Oh, yeah. like that's, Yeah, that's one where that's I never can't I, I, so many of these ones where I, I know we've like mentioned them in passing on the podcast, but it's like, right, we haven't actually done like yeah, actual, like, on the first
1: episode, you, you put that as, like, your first ever recommendation. I think. Right. Okay, uh, that's right. Yeah, and, uh... I knew it came yeah. up early. We could do Courthouse Horror or something. We could do that and pair it with, like, uh, the Giallo Bloodstained Butterfly or something. Hell yeah. Could be a fun one. And I think Perfect. Greasy Strangler. I want to do uh, Greasy Strangler versus Oily Maniac. That's, that's right. something we need to do. Yeah, let's do it. Two polar opposite movies, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right. Cool. That's a good good recommendation. on both parts. Thank you. My recommendation is going to be probably my you know it. I love it in the sort of a similar direction as I love Greasy Strangler, but this one's actually very heartfelt. I found. Although I guess Greasy Strangler is so it's is
0: pretty heartfelt. Yeah. If uh,
1: I want to recommend step through the grease. I want to recommend 2002's Bubba Ho Tep.
0: Ah. Where we get that's uh, one that I've been meaning to see.
1: Bruce Campbell playing an aging Elvis Presley yes i have not seen in years i think i saw it at theaters when it it sounds came so out. fun cool so there we go we've got uh some ideas to look forward to we've got some recommendations to tide us over in the meantime as if we ever watch them <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's hard enough to get the time to watch the movies for the episodes well and that's
0: just it yeah
1: because oh do you remember when we started this ship we were doing it weekly, and we would watch the recommendations as well as the movies for the week. Yeah, I, d-
0: I don't know how.
1: It'd be like, we're covering six <laughs> movies today, but first let's go over the 20 recommendations or something. stupid shit. I
0: yeah. don't understand how that was possible.
1: Yeah. Either way, as glum as we get there at times, thank you so much for joining us for our yes. uh, show all this thank time. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to keeping on keeping on. But until next time.
0: Take it easy and keep it sleazy. And keep it 100.